0: Start with, um, you know, kind of a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Noel Wunsch. I'm, I'm a born and raised New York City kid. Uh, my background is is varied. I, I started out in media, uh, first on the editorial side, then on the business development side, transitioned into startup technology, where I ran business development for a pre-seed company, ended up doing a series A with Greylock and exiting to Dropbox mm-hmm. in 2016. Uh, then I transitioned over to Sotheby's Auction House, funnily enough, where I, where I ran global innovation strategy, uh, had them acquire an AI firm, ran that division, then took over global e-commerce, where I started putting them into new categories like skateboards and sneakers and broke some records and had a good time with that. Um While I was at Sotheby's, I I became completely addicted to hibiscus water. Uh, One trip I took out west, uh, I got served an amazing glass of unsweetened hibiscus water, and the tart flavor profile just blew me away. I became absolutely addicted to the drink. Came back to New York City, started making it at home obsessively. Friends would come over, I would share it with them. They started asking me to batch it and make it for them to take home. And then I started looking into the health benefits of hibiscus and realized that the drink had two times the antioxidants of pomegranate juice or green tea. It's packed with electrolytes, vitamins. And for me, the biggest thing was it was curbing my sweet tooth because it's zero grams of sugar, but it's naturally sweet. Um, So it was at that point that I realized that there might be a real opportunity for for a new category of beverage called hibiscus water. Um, And from there, I hit the ground running uh, I raised a pre-seed over the summer with some fantastic strategic investors and we'll be launching this March with Whole Foods Northeast. Uh, so that's, that's a bit about me and a bit about Ruby.
0: <laughs> awesome. So yeah, it seems like you have like a, a ton of kind of varied experience. Um, uh, do you think that kind of prepared you, um, for like life as, as a founder, uh, just, you know, having worn multiple hats throughout your career?
1: Absolutely. Uh, The the ability to to be uh, in smaller team environments, kind of like a download, that startup tech company I was at, and and understand what fundraising means and Mm -hmm. and what it means to build a team and to create a company's culture was amazing. Then transitioning over to a publicly traded company that has 1,500 people uh, like Sotheby's and and working directly with the the C-suite. Uh, and learning how they were delegating out to, to the masses and what it really means to be a commercial company making multi-billion dollars annually. Uh, that is a real amazing sliding scale educationally. Um, and, and I do believe that it, it prepared me in a wonderful way to, to really be a founder and, and start building my own company.
0: Uh, and you mentioned like you started doing like fundraising last summer, which was, you know, kind of a sl- very dicey uh, place to be. Um, so, how did you kind of navigate um, that landscape, especially with something like a, you know,
1: consumer consumer good? Yeah, I for me, I think that fundraising <clears throat> comes down to passion. If you believe in your product, if you if you enjoy talking to smart people, if you enjoy sharing stories, uh, I I don't think it's as trying as as people make it out to be. Uh, speaking candidly, it was it was a pretty easy and smooth uh, run for Ruby. We didn't have trouble raising that pre-seed. And I think that uh, that's because I, I'm fortunate to have a really great network. And I'm fortunate yeah. that you know I, it was so much fun to share Ruby's story with investors. So we, we had a great time doing it.
0: Uh, and then can you um, talk a bit more about like what, to, um... Kind of what you've been up to since like what's the progress that the company has made um so has it already uh like have you already like launched quote unquote like can i buy it <laughs> uh,
1: we are we are in pre-launch phase meaning mm-hmm. yes you you can buy it uh but mm-hmm. only in about uh, 20 or 50 accounts in new york city right now we're going to be launching in march nationally direct consumer uh in the northeast region with whole foods and in the Midwest with Foxtrot. Uh, And those are the markets that we're really focused on in the beginning, expanding direct to consumer, uh, really hitting the Northeast region of the United States and and slowly growing in the Midwest.
0: Interesting. And then what's kind of like your your team? Like, are you like a solo founder? Um, Like, uh, how how, how does that look?
1: Yeah, I am a solo founder. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have a full-time salesperson on board now. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's he's also wearing the marketing hat. He's he's a fantastic Gen Zer, who has a background <laughs> at Warby Parker and a peer here, very much an outside of the box thinker, which I love. I'm going to be hiring an ops person to come in full time, probably by March. Um, otherwise, I'm working with a number of contractors.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, and then, um, kind of shifting gears to like the internship program. Um, you know, what kind of what kind of drove you to? hire interns because so a lot of early stage startups are like hoping oh, to hire full timers or more senior folks first before going that route
1: um so yeah what was kind of the what,
0: what kind of prompted you to do that um
1: look we like we like smart young people who are creative mm-hmm. uh we we want those team members uh on board to make sure that we are speaking to to every demographic uh and we also like working with people to help them cultivate their skill set too. It should be a give and take. Any any good internship program, where, you know, it's not all going to be fun work. There's no question about that. But but my job as a founder and my team's job for an intern is also to make sure that we're setting them up for the professional environment that they eventually want to get into. Um, so we we like that mentorship, and we also believe there's real value, especially in working with young people who are in the know, and and want to get hands on and help this early stage company grow.
0: And what kind of uh, roles are you searching
1: for? Uh, it's a little bit of every, every hat being worn. Uh, a lot of it is gonna be kind of on the business development and partnership side, making sure that we're working uh, with companies, with teams that can help get the word out about Ruby and sourcing that. So that's lead gem, mm-hmm. uh, brand marketing, digging into the data of what's resonating with our audience, whether that's via our newsletter or our social media, to see exactly what is getting the highest impact and conversion rate, starting to do an audit of the ecom website as well to understand how people are coming through the funnel and what levers we should be pulling on. So it's a bit, it's a bit of a jack of all trades role. Um, and I think that you know we'd be lying if it wasn't considering the stage we're at. We we want anyone who works for the company to wear a lot of hats right now.
0: Makes sense. It's not like engineering. It's really kind of like someone no. who's passionate about uh, consumer goods and uh, you're know, bringing this kind of product uh, to market,
1: basically, with the team. Precisely. Precisely. Awesome.
0: Uh, and then you mentioned something like there's uh, like undergrads and then MBAs. Um, can you provide some more color into like um, maybe yeah. what are you specifically looking for?
1: Yeah, there? the MBA side would definitely be more analytical. That would be diving mm-hmm. really deep and probably building out customer psychographics in a bigger way. Um, the undergrad is a little bit looser and, and more focused on brand development. The MBA side, you know, we we want them to act almost as a strategic consultant for the brand. Dive into uh, the beverage market, understand where Hibiscus can have real ownership and steal market share.
0: Got it. Uh, And then you mentioned that this role is in New York. Um, So how are you kind of, it's like a part-time role, but you want them to be in New York. So are you kind of envisioning a pretty like more of an in-person
1: atmosphere than remote? We're open to remote, ideally New York, because I I do believe in kind of face-to-face. I don't think every single day we'll be working together just considering the environment we're in. But but certainly doing weekly check-ins face-to-face uh, I think is a really helpful thing that that is is undervalued Absolutely. in this day and age. Uh, but but we're open to remote as well.
0: Absolutely. Um, that makes a ton of sense. And then from the intern side, like, you know, what is something that they can do or possess that would really make them like stand out to you?
1: Um curious. You know, I want them to be curious and I want them to be hungry. Uh, I, I like I like understanding what they're seeing about culture at large, uh, uh-huh. in the very creative sense, what music they're listening to, what fashion brands are resonating with them, what CPG brands are resonating with them, and starting mm-hmm. to dig into why they're resonating, uh, and to see if there are threads we can pull out that way. Um, so so for me, we like people who are really, uh, have their ear to the ground with culture, who, who recognize that there's a through line in every facet of culture, and that Ruby is going to need to be able to play in all of those realms.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then, what's kind of the timeline looking like? It's like almost like spring semester-ish is starting. Um, so, when are you looking to like kind of hire people? Or is it more like a, on a rolling basis until you find the perfect candidate?
1: On a rolling basis, but ASAP. We we are okay. we are ready for interns immediately.
0: <laughs> um, amazing. That's um, that's great to hear. Uh, and this is a paid position, right? Just Confirmed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, awesome. And yeah, if there's like one last thing that you want to maybe say to applicants or people, you know, our audience is probably a good, um, uh, audi- uh just a group, good group to target for Ruby either way. So, <laughs> um, there's like one, one thing that you maybe want to tell them about, um, you know, applying to Ruby or just how they, how they should think about their career if they want to get into yeah. this, uh, you know, kind from of consumer and brand, uh, space.
1: Well, we, we highly recommend that they follow our Instagram Ruby for fun and that they subscribe to our mm-hmm. newsletter so that they can get a sense of our visuals, uh, a sense of our language and tone of voice and understand that we're really building out a universe around the brand as well. Um, but you know, for, for the application, I, I believe I sent you the the Google surveys that they can yeah. fill out as well. Uh, the main thing there is that, you know, Fun as a concept is is built into the brand ethos. We're www.ruby.fun. We're Ruby for fun on Instagram. We believe if you're not having fun building this company, something is very wrong. So so have fun with the survey, and and come.